Welcome back to another episode of the Producer Grind Podcast. Carrington with me. What's up? So we got some special guests in the building here today. Um, production team from Austin, Texas. I've personally been out there chilling with these guys. Um, I've worked with Bad Bunny, Money Man, Bright Thiago, Schwastawa, if I pronounced that right. Schwastawa. <laughs> <laughs> Schwastawa. Yeah, yeah. They're amongst the top 10 sellers on Beat Stars. Please welcome to the show, The Beat Demon. Which one's Chris? Which one's Mark? I'm Chris. I'm Mark. Oh, okay, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just right off the bat, I got to ask y'all, how did y'all get the name Beat Demons? Oh, man, it was actually uh, me and my homeboy, Luke. Um, we were just coming up with like crazy Mike, ideas. Isn't that Mike a little closer to you? Oh, yeah. We were just coming up with some ideas, and he was like, uh, Beat Demons sounds pretty cool. I was like, uh, I guess I'll run with it. And then um, later down the road, I met Chris, and I mentioned Beat Demons to him. I was like, like, bro, that that name right there is like something about it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. We eventually just ran with it, and that's how we can't be demons. Mm, I came up with the name. <laughs> you okay. said you came up with the name. Well, like, yeah, well, they came up with the name. Yeah, right, right. Brand. So for those that aren't, you know, really familiar, give us a little background on your, uh, you know, your story. Um, just tell us about, you know, how you guys, you know, came together and kind of got to where you are today. Uh, well, Chris hit me up on Facebook. He was asking pretty much because I went to Media Tech, and he was asking about, immediate tech if he should go and I was just pretty much telling him you know everything you learn at a technical school about you know music you can learn online on YouTube or whatever and uh from there you know we chopped it up we met up and then we just the first time we chilled we made like a beats bro on them hoes like, oh, yeah you know what I'm saying then after that you know eventually just kept grinding like focusing like who's part is which in in the group and like how we're both gonna like contribute to the brand you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah. and then pretty much now we both know our roles we know our strengths our weaknesses and you know just keep grinding and moving on how long ago was it that you guys you know first connected oh like was, four or five years yeah it was about uh 2014 okay yeah wow. have you ever worked any other jobs other than producing uh, uh yeah i have like yeah. before like before i think yeah, I work like Walmart, like shit like that. Uh, yeah, I drove a bus. <laughs> for real? Yeah. Like, you got like a like school bus? Oh, no, it was uh, uh, for the city. You got like mm -hmm. a CDL license on that? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But see, I, I ain't worked in like five years. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like a two-year period where I was doing anything and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How long after you guys, you know, decided to sell Beats Online, where did it take to, you know, like that was me? Yeah, where you were making a living. Uh, I say like the first year, like within the couple months, we started making like a few hundred. Then we started like, man, fuck it. Like, let's just throw everything we got. And the next thing you know, it just slowly, gradually like built up. And then after like the first year, we were making like past 10. So this is like, all within one year you found that success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Pretty much. What were some of the challenges that y'all faced? Like, up, like when you first, well, first being a team, like what were the challenges that came along with that? I think more just like the branding. We didn't really know like who we were, like color wise and like stuff like that. Like all that plays a big part, you know, um, like how you present yourself online. It's just, you know, it was just kind of hard. Like eventually we had to like figure out what we're good at, you know what I'm saying? And like what people are going to remember us most by. And like, I think our brand fits us like well. Mm. And then we're very versatile when it comes to beats. So that's still kind of something mm. we struggle at just because like, you know, we know how to do dance hall, we know how to do trap, 
mm. trap step, EDM, like R&B shit, sample shit. Like only thing we don't really know how to do is like that boom yeah, bap stuff. Boom mm. But other than that, you know, I think just finding our lane and like getting our name out was probably like the hardest thing. Mm. Were there any like unexpected challenges that y'all faced like coming along that you like didn't foresee? Hmm. That's a good question. I can't think of anything yeah. like off the top of my head. Mm. Like yeah. at all. I, I mean, that's pretty that's that's not bad at all. You yeah. know, that's pretty I, I just think like me and him chilling and like, you know, getting to know each other and like having everything like in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I just think Smart the chemistry. Man, right? like, Smart you know man. When it comes to the marketing. Yeah, like we're both like Scorpios too. So like <laughs> Oh, you're both Scorpios. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm like <laughs> Dang, that's that's good and yeah. bad though. That's and, good and bad. And you all know something crazy. Like his name is Christopher and my name is Christopher too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Middle like, name is Christopher. It's weird. It's weird uh, as hell, right. bro. Like it's weird, you know what I'm saying? So Shoot, I don't know. it might be related. <laughs> hey, everybody hey, yeah. would think that they're like y'all brothers. Yeah, right. Like, nah. We brothers, but we not brothers. You know, not blood related. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> so what is y'all uh, daily routine like? Like, walk us through just a day in the life of Beat Demon. So, we don't. Before we used to live together and like you know wake up, work on beats. Yeah. I, I would go to the gym, but now that we don't live together, like I got a family and shit. Oh, okay. So, uh, first thing I wake up, I go to the gym. Uh, come back pick up my son and then like the rest of the day is just beats mm. and I'll stay up like to like three in the morning yeah and just me, repeat I shit. just had twins there are five months so Whew, <laughs> yeah man that's, man that's a blessing but yeah. uh just just been taking care of them and then just make beats when I have time yeah so y'all don't really like really uh like oh, yeah, we meet up every week you know yeah we will always meet up at like the beast our studio okay and then I have like a list like all right bro we need to do this we need to do that uh we should probably hit them up and do this you know what I'm saying? I, I kind of like coordinate the shit. Um, you know, he's like cold at like mixing. So I get a lot of the technical stuff from him and I learn a lot from him. Mm. So uh, it's pretty much like I do most of like the business stuff. Yes. And when it comes to tech, technical shit, like I'll hit him up if I have any questions. So do you guys like, um, so if you don't collab on a beat, is it still yeah now nah. demons beat yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so now we like every beat we upload all the money like don't matter what beat sold the most it's like 50 50. yes though that's dope. like has it always been like that or did, did y'all have to learn oh uh, at and, first it was just it, at first it was like more. yeah like i would have to go through every cell and like split it like by the beat and mm. then it got to the points where it's like bro let's just call it 50. <laughs> I'm, I'm wasting like so much time like yeah. Fuck it, like let's be more efficient and like let's both eat. Yeah, yeah. I was running through your um y'all's Twitter and it seems like y'all are very structured. Like I think it was one tweet or one tweet where I was talking about like structure your day and then you have to work less, you're more efficient. So that's yeah. what made me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, cause like you know, he sends me shit, I'll have it done, knock it out, right. boom, upload it. And like you got to keep a consistent like upload and like the way you say shit online and then that right there just like draws people in and they like they like structure you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying if you tell them like hey i'm gonna drop this every week you know this many beats like okay cool i'm gonna keep coming back if you don't mention that and you don't say that and you don't have that consistent flow they're gonna come like oh he ain't dropped shit in a while mm-hmm. unsubscribe mm-hmm. you know y'all saying? ever um did y'all ever find yourselves um 
dang, I just completely lost. Oh yeah. Did y'all ever find like to being a producer, like it's easy to just stay at home and just strictly just make beats and not mm-hmm. think about all the other aspects. So like what makes y'all um or like what happened what happened to where you guys were like, okay, no, we have to make sure we are on a schedule, we're structured and we don't just focus on one area. Uh I mean, really, I, I just looked at it from, like, a business standpoint. The whole time? Yeah, like, mm. from the beginning, I w- always been, like, real business-minded. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've even gave, like, games to my girl. Like, now she got her own business, and she has people working for her. That's so right. I kind of understand, like, the way to run business. Just, I guess, from all the shit I done, like, in the past, mm. like, during that time, like, you know, I just learned a lot from what I went through in the previous, you know, and just applied it all to this game. Mm. So, do you think that um, it's important for producers to have you know structure? Not not necessarily maybe with their upload schedule, but just in their daily life. You think structure and routine is important? Yeah, man, it's it's less stressful. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta have dedicated time to your business, and then you gotta, of course, like have family time. Yeah, you know, like I got a I got a little boy. Like I can't not be in his life. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? So I feel like you just gotta figure out what's important and how you want to spend your time in a day. And if music is what you want to do, you know, dedicate time to music. And, you know, if you got a family, you got to take care of yours. So, you know, something you got to make time for. You think mm-hmm. it's, it's ever a struggle? Like, because, you know, you know, our business is super creative and it's, you know, we go off inspiration. Like sometimes it's like, man, I can schedule a studio session. I'm where I'm going to sit down for two hours and make beats at two in the morning or at two in the afternoon. But yeah. I might not get hit with creativity till like later. later at night. Oh, yeah. yeah, that I mean that that's happened to us like a few times. But I mean, you know, that that's what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's why like when you are like in that creative mode, we put out more content that we need to and we have it prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean now it's to the point to where like most of the time I could make a beat like on a drop. Like mm-hmm. just have the way like I already know the way I like to make beats and it's I could do something like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Mm. Now you guys are mainly know, like you guys have a huge presence on Beatstar, especially being in the top ten, um, yeah. top ten sellers. Do you feel like online producers kind of get not as much credit credit as producers that are in um, like in the studio as much or like hanging around these major artists? Uh, I mean, it's possible, but I mean at the same time, I really don't like to pay attention. Like you know, like everybody, they they do what they got to do to like make their brand big, and if people want to, you know like show respect and like follow them and get more hype off of it. Like that's cool. Like eventually we'll, we'll get there and you know, it's all hard work. They got there for a reason. So mm. why not try to work hard and do the same thing? Okay. Is, it, is it like a goal? Do you guys want to be in the studio or do you guys like, do you guys prefer staying, taking the online route or is like going into the studio with like major artists, artists and kind of taking that mainstream? I mean, look, so like, I guess like my, I'm, I'm no way, like an industry producer, right, but right. I've dabbled and came into situations where like I have the opportunity and personally for me, I just feel like we always get left in the dark. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the online stuff for me, is like a safe route. Right. So I feel like if you're a brand new producer, you should try to get your game online, you know, get your money, have a consistent flow. And then the big artists will hit you up. Like, cause we've been contacted by big artists, like by Twitter and, just randomly we'll just get tagged in something they'll just like they're rapping to our beat and then they come back doing bite 
So it's like almost you find an independence in being an online. Yeah. I mean, but I but we do definitely want to like do like some industry stuff and like work with like big artists, like what producer wouldn't. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like doing the online stuff, it does get tiring. It does get real repetitive, but it pays the bills and it, mm. you know, it makes it possible for us to even do it in the first place. Mm. Right. You know, versus waiting for a placement. It might take a year, two years. Mm. You never need. You might get the placement, then gotta wait two years to see yeah, the money for it. Yeah, even mm-hmm. at that. So like, you know, it's a safe route. Have you guys ever actually any of your placements ever come from the artist purchasing the beat from your uh, beat store? Yeah. Yeah. Uh the Money Man joint. Did they buy exclusive? They lease it? So at first he uh he bought the unlimited license. So it's kinda like an exclusive, like they could sell an unlimited amount of copies, but I would get like fifty percent of the revenue. Mm-hmm. Um but I just hit him up. I like, bro, I'm a fan. Like, what's up? Like, you want the exclusives? And he was just like, yeah. Just sold it. That's real dope. What made yeah. you guys choose BeatStars as a platform over any other one? I mean, we tried other platforms. But uh, for me on the business side, like, I noticed that with their stuff, I was getting, like, a better, like, conversion rate. So, and I just felt like the their technology just worked better on people's phones. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was like a no-brainer. And then they came with, like, so much other shit. Like, mm-hmm. they're always in the mix. So it was just, like, be around people like that, mm-hmm. you know? That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. It was, like, more accessible. Yeah, yeah. And it, I just feel like it's it's probably one of the best platforms, like, out right now. Mm-hmm. And did you know that they were based in Austin? Before? I didn't. I didn't, like, at all. And then eventually, like, I seen them get on a... I followed them on, I think it was IG or Twitter. And I, yeah, yeah, Twitter. And they got on Periscope. And then uh, dude was like, yeah, yeah, we're based out of Austin. And I was just like, oh, shit. I hit him up like, yo, bro, we're in Austin too. And then uh, he literally just hit us up. Abe had literally hit us up a week before that because we had used the sample. And he was just like, hey, bro, I'm not too sure, like, if it's okay for y'all to do that. Like, what what was it to? The five on it one? Yeah, yeah, it was five on it. Because they said originally it was Yuck Mouse. He was like, I, I think Yuck Mouth would get mad. So he was like, y'all y'all mind taking it down? We're like, nah, it's cool. But we told him, like, but it's not Yuck Mouse. Like, mm. instrumental. Like, that's a sample from, like, an old, old song. Yeah. You know, and, like, I guess he was still trying to figure out the whole sample situation with right. the platform. Th- yeah. This was, like, early in the stages. And then after that, we told him, and he was like, yeah, bro, you know what? Y'all can put it back. Like, I'm sorry. I'm still learning process. Like, never since then. Like, yeah. I ended up, we ended up meeting with him, and then the rest was history. Mm. I was listening to a couple of beats on your beat stars uh, store, and it sounds like y'all like to do a lot of sampling. And, uh, like, I heard, who was it? I think it was maybe 3-6 Mafia. The All Right, All Right. Oh, the All, all right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one was hard. Yeah, that was hard. Appreciate it. But do, yeah. you see, uh, do you see producers, uh, the, like, the new age producers kind of shying away from sampling or taking the sampling in a new route, maybe with melody loops? or? Uh, I mean, I know nowadays, like, melody loops, like, getting melody loops from, like, people's kits and shit is, like, starting to be normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I, I don't... I think it would always be a balance just because like old school stuff like still gives you that vibe and it like brings back memories and stuff for like a lot of the older cats. Mm-hmm. So they like are able to relate to it more and, you know, vibe out and like, you know, mm-hmm. just brings that like shit, like memories, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So we see, you know, you guys are, you know, top 10 sellers on B stars. 
and you you've achieved that without having like a super crazy social media following yeah um you know a lot of producers think they need to have a hundred thousand followers or whatever to you know make some money online do you think that social media is important for uh online producers i mean yeah definitely especially like youtube um you know, YouTube is like probably the number one place people go look for beats. Well, you guys, are, you do have a big following on YouTube. I guess I was yeah. more talking about like IG and Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like back then, though, we we only had like 2,000 subscribers and then that shit just shot up to like, you know, but with, with time. But uh, yeah, definitely like on IG, now that they're starting to come out with like more features like the swipe up. Yeah. You know, it, it, it will benefit you. And uh, I guess just showing like how you look on there, like. You know, presenting yourself professional, like, that would help a lot. But I, I do think it's, like, really important. You know, it's a, it's a good way to bring more fans to your page. Mm. And at the end of the day, the more people you get to your page, the more likely a sale is going to happen. Traffic so, yeah, definitely. Right? Yeah. Do you guys use uh, social media ads? Uh, I do. Yeah. Uh, like, Facebook, uh, Facebook Pixel. I barely started doing the IG thing. What are some of your strategies you use, like, especially when it comes to picking certain posts to put money behind? Like, what do you, what's kind of that process? So, uh, a lot of the stuff I go based off of what beat has sold the most. You know what I'm saying? So, I would just promote the shit out of that one. I will always put it up front. Mm. And I will try to do some stuff that's, like, recently, like, what people are into. Mm. You know, just kind of, like, throw it in there. Like, you never know. It's always, like, you know. You never know what it's going to make. But, uh, you know, we like to throw a little bit of everything in there. Like, we try to include, like, dance hall, uh, like, trap, like, some sample stuff. Like, a little bit to vibe with anybody that we know would probably, like, vibe with it. Like, that's the type of beat they like. So that's pretty much we try to get everybody. What's your strategy, like, as far as, like, YouTube promoting the YouTube, too? Or does it just kind of run itself? It kind of runs itself. But on top of that, we got his homie. He got yeah. a like 500 and some thousand subscribers wow. and he does like animation uh like dbz dragon ball z parody yeah i see you got the, the chain the dragon ball yeah, z yeah. man's a fan bro oh, like, yeah, who is that is that like, go tell uh, kid goku oh okay yeah. kid goku when they form and do the oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite dragon ball z game tenkaichi budokai which one? Oh, I, I have to go with budokai 3. Classic. I'm supposed to say, Classic. Budokai 3. Mm. i don't know why <laughs> no, I ain't never. We're like that. the opposite when it comes. Oh, man. Shit, what like was you that. on Naruto or something? Nah, I didn't even on a cool. I don't even. His name really. was Yu Gi Oh. Hey, I used to rock. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that on a cool. That was like probably the last cartoon I ever watched. Mm. Like I never really like was into cartoons and stuff. I was it's always too like, cool for school. I was just <laughs> always on the move. Like you know, I was a. I like to go outside and play when I was little. Now I I don't ever really go outside like that. Oh yeah. Unless I'm, you know, making moves, but other than that, nah. You're sitting at a computer, man, you'll gain weight. Well, I gain weight, you know, or right. either that or maybe because I had twins, like, that's, my girl that's probably like, right made me eat a That's lot. why I go to the gym every morning, bro. <laughs> I used to go to the gym, but babies, they keep me busy, man. <laughs> yeah, facts. I can imagine. Facts. So what are some, like, uh, daily budgets and stuff that have worked for you, uh, you know what I mean, with ads and stuff? And also, do you, do you run YouTube ads? Uh, nah. Nah. Like, dude... Uh, he literally like just would send traffic to our YouTube, and then I always try to like include and tell people like, hey, like turn on the notification. Mm. So anytime it something uploads, you know we get a bunch of likes, bunch of views, you know, like pretty much. Mm. But uh, daily budgets, uh, like on Instagram, I started just like with two dollars a day, mm. just because I don't know how efficient it is, and like the whole purpose I'm trying to use it for is to grow my Instagram. 
know what I'm saying? To get more followers, get more likes. And that's, I, I'm pretty sure y'all seen like the recent content we've been dropping. Mm-hmm. It's been like more like cinematic stuff. Like, right. you know, just like in the studio, actually videos of y'all actually making. Yeah. Videos. Yeah. Or just like other equipment. And like, you'd be surprised like how much alone that just like helps a lot versus like just recording the screen. Like, yeah. The, yeah. The screen with your phone and like the audio, like, you know, just, it, it don't sound right. It don't sound good. So. Mm-hmm. And the LED lights, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that pink shit. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Like yeah. In the post or whatever. It, it gives off like that vibe and shit. But right. yeah. What you, about email? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna ask you the same question. Yeah. Do you do any email oh, marketing? Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Like I feel like that's like the bread and butter. Mm. Like, bro, every customer that's purchased something from us, we got like all their emails, and it's probably at like four thousand, probably mm. more. Like between four and five thousand emails, mm. you know what I'm saying, and it's good to always like try to keep in contact with them. Like you don't have to like constantly like try to sell them shit. Yeah, you know you got to try to get back game. That way, like they're growing as an artist, and you know they're gonna look up to you and probably like reach out more and just like vibe with you as a person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's definitely like. They need to do that. How do you word your emails? I know that's something that a lot of people, some people don't have that, you know, that strength to sit down and type I mean, the email. Yeah, it, it's kind of hard just because you don't want to come off as spammy. Yeah. So I guess you could try to, I I like to approach it like I'm hitting up a homie, mm-hmm. but not like. Unprofessional. Yeah, though. like, hey, what's up, mother? Nah, <laughs> like it's like, hey, what's up? How you doing, bro? Like, how's the music going? Uh, You know, like. If you have any questions or if you need help with anything, like, feel free to hit me up. If, like, you know, we're starting to think about, like, writing, like, little blogs and stuff for, like, trying to help artists, like, how to make more money, how to monetize on SoundCloud, how to do, like, uh, how to distribute their song. Because a lot of them don't know. You know, they're still trying to learn. So it's, like, giving game. And then at the same time, you're, like, getting a loyal customer. So... I mean, that's really how you would just do it. So just, you know, say what's up. So and so, P.S., we just dropped some new beats. I think you would like them. You know, feel free to hit up the website. How often you send them out? I try not to, like, constantly send them out, like, every week. So it's probably, like, once or twice the most a month, mm. you know? And talking about distribution, um, we saw that you were talking about you guys were pretty vocal about TuneCore and CD Baby. Ah, yeah, yeah bro. Talk, talk a little bit about that. I know so, it was a little bit back, but yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, so with them, I know once you distribute with them, it automatically like copyrights the song, and they'll go out and like content the ID. Now, content what, is that, what ID. does that mean? What does that mean? They copyright the song. So I guess well. I guess they just apply it towards content ID and basically content ID will look on YouTube and everywhere else and give you a copyright strike or like, yeah, like on YouTube, you get a copyright strike. Then you have to dispute it because they're saying they own that beat like, and we're not allowed to upload it. So if you upload your own beat, they are going to come and give you a strike because they said this is our copyright. If I'm if I'm understanding that correctly. Okay. So let's put it like this. Say I'm an artist. Right. I lease a beat from the beat demons. And then I upload the song to TuneCore. Um, it will automatically go to B Demon's YouTube page and cop- copyright that song, that beat. Mm. And then now you're sharing revenue with them. Yeah, but I would dispute the thing and tell them like, "Hey, in our license agreement, it states that they're not able to do that. No content ID. Mm. So it automatically voids their license if they 
most of the, I'm pretty sure they don't pay attention to it. They probably just take off the song or just stop letting it content ID people. But, you know, um, Distro Kid is the only one that I know that does not partake in doing that instantly. They give you an option to yeah. do that. And then they also allow you to split, like, the revenue, like, add somebody to the team. Mm-hmm. And then that's how we get the 50 off all the revenue uh, that the song makes off of streams. Mm. Now, how do you go about, like, how do you actually enforce that, that they're giving you that 50%? I mean, we we can't. It's it's impossible. You know, technology is not out to where we could even do that. But, you know, most of the artists will inform them, like, in the contract. And if they don't read it, you know, hey, I'm pretty sure most of them don't do it. Mm. But, I mean, there is some that do do it. And then that's that's another reason why I was planning on doing the blogs. It's just, like, educating the artists so they will know in future cases, like, hey, this is how you do it. This is how you add the person to the team, like, and read contracts and stuff like that so they do get a better understanding. That's where it goes. Like, you give game and you get, like, back the rewards for doing so, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do y'all have a lawyer that y'all work with? Oh, uh, Yeah. What and do you guys have management too? Uh, nah, we don't. Just do it yourself. Yeah, I mean, I've considered getting management. Uh, but twenty percent. Nah, nah, cool. We we've never really talked to a manager to where it's like we've been in negotiation. But I recently just thought about it, just because we've got like opportunities, and it just felt like we were we were, they were trying to take advantage of us, mm. and like I kind of like peeped it and like nah, like I gotta talk to. Discuss it with him, and then I'll get back to you, and then they won't reply. Makes sense. Yeah, they go ghost. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's just like it's cool. I don't, I don't really care. Like that just kind of shows me. Are there any uh, any drawbacks that you would kind of warn producers about that are wanting to get in an online beat market? Like just something you want to let them know off rip. I mean, people are gonna steal your beats regardless. Like no matter what. I mean, just I wouldn't pay attention to it, you know, like definitely like don't get discouraged too. like if you don't get sales, you know, you got to build your brand up first. And Mm -hmm. that's what everybody fails to do. You know, I feel like that's why we're kind of successful is because we're building a brand. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody knows our tag. Everybody knows like, you know, when they hear our beats, it's kind of dark, but we're able to do like some other shit. I don't know, like in like what are YouTube thumbnails? I don't know if y'all seen yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, that's another question. Like the, yeah, like the eyes. I didn't. I intentionally. I didn't intentionally do that, but people were like, yeah, that looks demonic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not demonic though. <laughs> that I could say. Yeah. That's what I was saying when I, I was like beat demons. I was yeah, like, oh, they didn't want to go with beat angels. <laughs> I did a beat battle, uh, and this woman came up to me. It was like, hey, your beats are cool. Well, where y'all go by the name of? I was like, Beat Demon. She was like, eh, you can't change it to Beat the Angels? angels? Wow. <laughs> nah. I was like, Steph was talking about, he was like, angels don't like hard music. I was like, angels yeah. definitely like some hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, that maybe, but yeah. right. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for real. Do like, y'all do your own graphics yourselves? Like, yeah, do you guys I do, train yourself in Photoshop? Uh, I do all the graphics. Yeah, I do all like, yeah, like that's that's my like, you know. I, I think that I feel like that's really underrated, and people don't really value that as much. It's like uh, having that consistent uh, image, you guys are the same color, you use the same cutouts. Yeah, so just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, man, and that that's what I was saying like earlier. It's all about your brand and how you present yourself. If you give them a consistent flow of like 
your brand and this is who you are, you know, it becomes rememberable, mm. you know, and at the end of the day, you want people to remember you, you know what I'm saying? And that right there alone will help you get a far, like a long ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's, what's his name? Like Kanye West, like with the Yeezy shoes, like before they weren't like, when they first dropped, they were just so hyped. Everybody loved it, but he created a brand around it. You know what I'm saying? So now they drive Yeezys and they go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that shoe is dope. You know, so you just created it, a brand. I think it was the number one selling shoe of all time. That's, yeah, that's what like I'm saying. That. Like them hoes go. Like everybody wants them, and now yeah. you see like Adidas. They're dropping shoes that look similar. Yeah. But you know, it's just like creating something and just running with it, and everybody will remember you by it. And you know. What are three things or just a few tips that are so vital to keep in mind when you're creating a brand? Like, keep it simple or, like, what are just three things you should keep in mind? So, the name. The name is, like, you know, some people would be, like, uh, you know, like, Block Chaser Production Entertainment. You know, like, <laughs> Music Group Association. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro, just pick a short name, something people could pronounce, something that's not hard to spell. You know, something that you could relate to, uh, stuff like that. Pick your colors, know your colors, like have like a set brand colors and just run with them, you know, but you also got to look, you could look up the colors and what, what they represent and what most of the time people would think about them. You know, like uh, blue kind of makes people sad, purple kind of shows like loyalty or royalty like royalty royalty yeah so uh you know like it just kind of makes your brand in the buyer's eye like you know respect you more i think it's like quality mm. you know red i i picked red just because i personally like red but on top of that like red's a loud color you know if somebody sees red they're gonna stop yeah you know they say it's like one of the number uh one marketing colors or it is the number one marketing yeah mm-hmm. coca-cola red or yeah. See, so, you know, colors. So know your colors, your graphics too. You know, keep your logo simple. If you got a brand, like, I, I guess I just stumbled upon, like, doing the eyes thing, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it matches with our stuff. So yeah. try to do everything that you do related to your brand, but, you know, don't kill yourself over it. Mm-hmm. It's develop, it develops over time. Now, how long did it take you guys to figure out what you stood for, what you wanted the brand to be? Because I feel like a lot of people get into what, what uh, I forget, I think my mom called it analysis paralysis, where you just sit there and go like, through so analyze much. Yeah, stuff, analyze man. it way too much. Did you guys just kind of be like, all right, we're going to do this, this, and let's go for it and try it. If it works, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't. Or did you actually spend time and be like, yo, let's sit down and like, what really, what's so, really going to work? So I guess me, like during that time, it was like all or nothing. So, uh, you know, I really, like, dived into it, and that's mm. why I, I kind of knew, like, about the colors and, like, the emotion and how, like, it draws a certain, like, feeling out mm. of a person. So I would look up all that, bro, like, the way to write people and stuff. But, yeah, definitely, like, uh, it's pretty much what I did, you know. But I, I never would get caught up on it. Uh, at first, we kind of just developed like we chose green at first. It was like some shitty green. <laughs> and I, yeah, it was just like, nah, bro, it just seems too dark and like it doesn't really, you know, and that's when I got into the colors thing. I was like, okay, I need to, maybe we should change it up. You know, we changed it up. It was working. And then, you know, we just like, damn, it kind of does fit us. Like mm. everything just kind of just stumble. You just keep trying until it works. Mm. So, you know, a lot of people fail to even start. So, right. That analysis mm. paralysis. Yep. 
Um, overrated, underrated. So cool. We got a uh, segment on the producer Grand podcast called Overrated, Underrated. We give y'all five topics. Some of them a little bit random. Some of them more catered or more aligned with producing. And if we feel we, you guys give us your response. If you feel like it's overrated, underrated, and we feel like we want to discuss more, we'll go into it. Cool. Yeah. Sound good. Yeah. All right. So cool. We got Beat Demons on the producer Grand podcast, and this segment is overrated, underrated. The first topic: South by Southwest. <laughs> I feel like now it's kind of overrated. Oh, yeah, overrated. Just because we we live there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely too overrated. much traffic for no reason. <laughs> yeah, like, you just feel like it's valuable to go. Do you feel like it's? I mean, I, I feel like being in a position to network and get you know contacts is always a good thing. But I mean, now living there, I guess. Might be a conflict of interest, like or like you know, it's not. We we would think different than what somebody from the outside would think, just because mm-hmm. we live there. Mm-hmm. You know, like we don't like the traffic and <laughs> shit like that. It's horrible. It's, I tired yeah. all these tourists in my yeah. town. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> where are some places people can go? Like where can um where can they find that value? Like if they're looking for South by Southwest to find value, um, where's another place they could go? What do you mean, like another city, or, or just like another event, or? Is there an event that you guys don't feel like is... Or like an uh, event in South by Southwest? No, no, no. I mean like something similar to South by Southwest. Like oh, South, I mean, South by Southwest, you guys consider underrated or overrated. Yeah, but is there yeah. something I mean, else that's like, yo, you could check this out? Uh, maybe I mean, ACS? Mm, nah, not, not in Austin. I, I like A3C. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. it's in a mix. And like, while we've been here, we've been like connecting, you know? Ooh. In Austin, I never found that success. Mm. <laughs> Ever. Fair enough. All right, the next topic on the Producer Grind podcast with overrated, underrated, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't watch football. Either. Overestimated. That was over. <laughs> I would say. I don't fuck with it. I don't care about sports besides overrated, like I guess. I don't know. Yeah, overrated. Yeah. Fair enough. Who won, who won last year's Super Bowl? I have no idea. I think the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. The Eagles? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You, you like, well, yeah, like, like sports. I, like, I like, boxing. like boxing. Oh, you like boxing? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, are. Yeah. I already know you yeah, know what's yeah, coming up yeah, this yeah, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> My homie actually fights today. Mm. Uh, he's fighting for a, a world, like a belt. Don't tell me it's um it's Wilder. Johnny the Hitman Garcia. He's uh he's based That's... out of based out of uh, Austin, but he just moved to Houston. Yeah. That's what's up. That's my home. Yeah. You, you tuning in for the um? The yeah, UFC I'm gonna try fight? to. I'm gonna yeah, try who to. Who you got? For which one? For the UFC fight? Oh shit! I don't. Nah, I don't even know. Who oh, so you just strictly? I boxing. thought you said my homie. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Nah, you be messed up. I know. I'm gonna move for my homie. I'm moving. All right. Next topic on the overrated, underrated podcast, or overrated, underrated on the producer ground podcast. Schlotzkys. What is it's, it's a nah, like, it's yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, they ain't no way. Alright, it's alright. Trash. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, moonshine, moonshine, and I like uh, what's that one up north, uh, the Japanese spot where they make your steaks. Was it Kobe's? Kobe's. I mm-hmm. fuck with Kobe's. It's and... a hibachi spot. Yeah, they they like yeah make it yeah. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that. I fuck with hibachi. <laughs> you was kind of nervous. You was like, I'll let you go on the schlotskis. I was like, that was your topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All 
All right, next one, next topic is MIDI loops. MIDI loops. Don't use them. Overrated. For real? Yeah, I don't, I don't use them. What about you? Uh, yeah, overrated. I don't, I don't really use them. I'll use my own MIDI loops, you know? Yeah. Like, that's it. I just, I just don't, I don't use them. I don't have, like, anything against people that use them, but I just feel like I'm surpassed that to where I don't need to, mm. you know? You feel like for a new producer, if they just like, let's say they just picked up FL Studio, it's a good like learning tool or starting. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, that's a good way to like learn how other producers do certain stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of them don't have like new art. Like producers in general, they probably don't have like no music theory mm-hmm. or know how to play certain shit. So they'll learn scales and chords off of you know another person's like MIDI loop and stuff. Like yeah, that. on the real, when I started making beats, my first beat I remade was a little scrappy headbuster. <laughs> and then from there I just like kind of put two and two together and it's like oh, okay so this is yeah, so as, as, if you use it as a like a learning yeah. I think it's underrated then so cool and the last topic is Eminem's album Kamikaze <laughs> uh, I don't really Ooh. listen to Eminem so I, mean, I would just I would have to say Damn, I feel like I'll get my head chewed off. <laughs> I, I don't know. I would say Eminem. Respect for Eminem. Yeah, but he, he's a beast. I just feel like has, he's kind of like it was a little older. It was overrated. I'm 100% overrated. with y'all on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. overrated. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, bro. He's such a legend, though. Like, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. why that's why I said, like, respect yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. No, but, like, I just feel like now it's kind of past his time. He's still cold at rapping. Right. I just don't think a lot of people... Will relate to him, yeah. Like, especially in, like, now in this generation, he's trying to like blend in, right? Yeah, and like, I just feel like you know, just live your legend, like just live life now. Who y'all think the coldest rapper in it ever is, all time? I don't really. Oh, I, man. I can't even. Mm-hmm. Coldest rapper. <laughs> I would say me personally, I fucks with y'all. Remember Chameleon there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I fuck with Is he from? Is he from? He's from, he's from Houston, right? Yeah, he's from Houston. Yeah, he's from Houston. Nah, I did forget. Scarface, Scarface is cold, but I don't. Oh, I don't really. I don't know. Who y'all be tuning into now? I just. I, I got a whole playlist. Drake, from you know, Young Thug. Just, I listen to a lot of Gates, cool. Young Boy, yeah. um, Baby. Oh, yeah, little Baby. Yeah, I like this short. Um, who else? It's really it. Y'all heard that new uh, Baby and Gunna? Nah, it just dropped, right? Yeah, like last night. Yeah, nah, I haven't had time. Who are some of the producers that inspired y'all to get into producing? Ah, that's easy. That's Johnny Giuliano. Mm. Respects to Johnny. (laughs) Like, you know, back in the day, he used to do the the whole, like, video cook-ups and shit. Like, making shit with a toothbrush. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, bro. Like, I can still remember, like, that one beat he made with the toothbrush. And, like, the piano. Yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah, that's the OG right there. Yeah, yeah mine has exactly. to be a drummer boy. Mm. Yeah, I started making beats back in back in two thousand four. So it was like Lil John, drummer boy, Nitty. Mm. Yeah, just yeah, mine was John Julian. Mm. Who are some of the uh, producers that you think right now? Like some of the top producers you guys like right now, currently? Uh, currently, I mean on on the platform we're on is probably like like B stars. Or platform and in the industry too. Hmm. I like Danny Danny Evie tracks. Yeah, Danny he's cold. Like he's versatile. Um, Cash Money AP. Yeah, Cash AP is cold. Uh, big producers. 
that's a hard one. Yeah, it's a hard one. I don't really. I was with Done Deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had yeah, Done up on the podcast not too long ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Not yeah. in the event too. Mm-hmm. It was pretty dope. Um, I really can't. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I, it's just me, man. I get so like into our shit, tunnel vision. Yeah, right. and I just, I just kind of like tune shit out. Like, no disrespect to any right, producer. Right. It's just like I like to focus on our stuff, and like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really have time. I show support if I fuck with somebody personally, and I like the way they work and stuff. But if I don't work with them, it's kind of hard for me to like even pay attention, mm-hmm. like listen to the stuff or know who they are. Like, oh, they made this. Like, you know, I don't really pay attention. So we uh we seen I don't know exactly what you had tweeted, but um something about um you know constantly learning and progressing. Yeah. You, you guys into any self help books? Nah, I don't. I don't really have time to read books. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'll go to like YouTube and I watch like some shit, like maybe how to meditate or mm. like you know, because I have a hard time going to sleep sometimes. Mm. So I watch some shit like how to go to sleep or like. You know how to like just process nothing but good energy, mm. and uh, you know if you're always thinking negative, negative shit's always gonna happen. For you sure. know what I'm saying? You think yeah, positive, sure. and you always have like good energy. You're gonna bring that energy into like your circle. Mm. Right. So that's how I always try to do it. Um, I don't really like read books or nothing mm. like that. What's some advice you can give? You know the the producers on you know staying positive and staying focused. So man, I. <laughs> I have a lot of homies in Austin that I don't really like chill with no more just because like I'm focused on my stuff. And you know, you can't always just be out chilling and like bullshit and, and expect to like get big or progress. So, you know, just cut off all the shit that you don't need to do and just focus on you. You know what I'm saying? You can't help everybody. Thanks. You know? So that's really it. Mm. You feel like moving to a major city like Atlanta or LA, um, for a new producer or for a young producer is beneficial? Like, uh, I mean, if you know how to put in footwork, it can be. You know, if you know how to network and you're strong at networking, I'm pretty sure you could benefit from it. Mm. But if you're barely starting, I wouldn't. Mm. Just because I know a lot of people come out here or they'll go to like LA and like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. And they go out there and they just hit a wall. Mm. You know, then they're fucked. So I would just not, just, you know, build your craft, do what you do, like do it online, get big online, meet some contacts. If you know people in like Atlanta, LA, then by all means, go ahead. So I wouldn't just instantly jump up and move. What's the hip hop scene like in Austin? <laughs> it's cool. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of local artists. I just feel like. I feel like that city is just, it's all about. Oh, you know, I'm doing the most. You know, it's not really helping each other. Yeah, and see, that's that's partially why yeah. we step back and like, you know, they have like fucking awards and shit in Austin, like best producer in Austin. Mm-hmm. And people like, would get so big at it off of that, like, oh, I got an awesome. And it's just reward, like we don't. Mm-hmm. Our names don't even get mentioned <laughs> at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's nothing, bro. I'm trying to take over the world. Like, mm-hmm. fuck, just like my city. I don't want to be big in my city. I want mm-hmm. I want people across the world to know me. True, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they got to think bigger, and I I think that's the problem in in the city. They mm-hmm. just think so small. Mm-hmm. You know they they don't think like there's a whole nother world. I mean I know Texas is big, you know. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But not, not are there any um, are there any artists in Austin that 
artists in Austin that are working with any major artists that you can think of? Uh, uh that there's one one dude that uh my homie I grew up with, uh Tone. He's done like a bunch of like features. He had a feature with like Young Boy. He bought a verse, like Kevin Gates verse. Mm. Uh like a bunch of like other Texas like legends, like yeah. Lil Kiki, uh Pawa. Uh what's the other dude's name? Uh Lil Flip. Yeah, Lil Flip. Uh you know, just a bunch of like the Houston, like the big OG Houston rappers, stuff like that. Yeah. Probably that's that's the biggest person that's mm-hmm. been, you know. Well, cool. What can we uh, expect from you guys in 2019? Man, we taking over the world. We're going to be the, like five platinum plaques. Yeah, yeah. La- last time uh, we did an interview, we were like, yeah, we're going to get a plaque by the end of next year. Yeah. You know, we finna get a plaque. Mm. Yeah. So, what was the track for? What the, track? the, Right, Tiago, uh, Bad Bunny. Is he a reg- re- Is he a reggae? Is that the reggae? It's song like uh, it's kind of like reggaeton. Yeah. Well, he is like a Latin artist, but yeah, it's like trap mixed with yeah, it. Latino trap. Yeah, but that song wasn't really like trap. Mm-hmm. It was. It was kind of. It was a weird that we uploaded it as like a Bryson Tilly type beat. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and that. Yeah, that got stolen a couple times. How do y'all feel about the um, Latin music uh, movement? I think they say that Latin music is like one of the most streamed music. It's crazy. Uh, bro. It's crazy. Like, you know, my family's Hispanic. Yeah. You know, my girl's family's Hispanic. Her side speaks Spanish like fluently, you know, all the time. So I, I see the way they consume music. You know what I'm saying? Like, at parties, always listening to like Bad Bunny, Ozuna, uh, Bright Tiago, shit like that. And that's that's how I heard that. They even used our beat anyways. Mm. But uh and so you didn't even know. Nah. Until you man. heard it. Yeah, that's that, crazy. I, I just heard that it got remade. Oh, it got remade. Yeah. That shit was oh. like spot on. Man. <laughs> yeah. But everything's been handled, so Okay. We'll, you know, we'll get our plaques in. For the better? Yeah. So yeah. So how do you how 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 do you handle a situation like that? So I mean, at first I, I just tried to hit up a bunch of lawyers. Um and a lot of them were just like throwing me insane numbers. Yeah. Like, oh, we need like 40 bands, 30 bands to start. It's like, mm. nah, cause like that instantly just shows me what type of person you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't even listen to anything I just told you, you know? Um, and then they didn't even tell me like we could just contact the people by like give them a letter before we take them to court. They mm. were already like, oh, we got to take the court. Mm. It's 30,000, 40,000. You know, I contacted another lawyer. I found her by uh, one of my homies, like a producer online. Just hit him up like, hey, bro, you got a lawyer? He's like, yeah, uh, here's her contact info. Hit her up, tell her the situation. I told her. She wrote them a letter, charged me like a small fee. And then next thing you know, everything's like moving. So that's in the mail. It's, it's going to come soon. <laughs> that's dope. It's going to come soon. So they had to change the credits and all that stuff too? Uh, yeah, well, we're still in negotiation, like what they're going to pay. Stuff okay. like that, but it we we won, bro. Will the other producers still get any sort of credit? I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But hey. Mm-hmm. They 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 made it possible by doing it in the first doing what they did in the first place. True, true. So I, I it ain't no like hate towards them. You know, I still respect them like as artists. Um, I don't know if they did it intentionally, like the artists, because I know they're not really like on YouTube all the time, like, oh I want this beat. Pretty sure they got like ghost writers and stuff. Mm. But I mean, I, I would still want to work with them in the future. Mm. Just cause I, I personally like kinda like that music, even though I don't know what the fuck they're saying. 
it's just the vibe, you know? Most definitely, man. Um, so uh, shout out, you know, social media website where everyone can check you out, hear your music. So you can find us at uh, bdemons.com is our website where we have all our beats. Uh, Instagram is at bdemons. Twitter is at bdemons. And YouTube is youtube.com backslash bdemons. Y'all don't got like personal IGs or social? Uh, uh, nah. I got one. It's uh, at track gonna eat. I pretty much do like trap step remix of anime and pretty much it. Yeah. So track on E for Instagram and track on E for Twitter. How you spell that? T R A C K G O N E A T. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird name. It's like but... track gone <laughs> yeah. eat. Track gone eat. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, man, it's called a trap step, bro. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> cool, man. Well, uh, definitely appreciate you guys pulling up, man. Appreciate yeah, appreciate y'all, you, man. bro. So, appreciate you. love. All right. Man. So. Another episode in the books, man. Signing out. Hit that subscribe button.